Welcome to the Collective Mindset Podcast. We are here talking about the State of the Union Mortgage Edition, November 2023. Booyah. Booyah. Um, we wanted to kind of discuss a little bit of our best friend, Mr. Fed Chair Powell. Jerome? Jerome. Um, and kind of what he talked about this week. Apparently, Jordan, the pivot's in. Yeah, well, I mean... I guess we should, probably shouldn't call it the pivot because the pivot sounds like you're going the other direction. I think the peak is in. How about that? The peak? The stall? The stall, the pause. A lot of people talk okay. about a pause. Okay. But yeah, I think so. It's uh, it's pretty interesting. We've been, you know, we've kind of all been waiting and the market has reacted a couple of different times, right? Where we've seen rates get to a certain level and then we've had this this pullback where the markets decided, oh yeah, this is the pivot, right? And they've been wrong a handful of times. Mm -hmm. So just from the different, the different rhetoric that we got from Jerome this week, a lot of the market thinks that this is it. And, and a lot of the smart economists think this is it right now. Their idea that what the talking points are now, they're going to wait and see. Right. Yeah. This is the, the higher for longer. Right. They need to wait and see what the impacts of these higher rates are going to have uh, on the economy overall. So, you know, what are the ways, you know, I think we talked about this a little bit before, but what are the ways that these higher rates are going to trickle through the economy and where, do, where are the things that they want to see um, that effect happening to where we know We've got like double confirmation here that the, well, the pivots in or the, the stall is in. Yeah, the main thing that the Fed's looking for is they have this dual mandate, right? The number one is they want to keep inflation at 2% and they want to keep maximum employment. Well, he, he specifically stated that they want to see changes happen to employment. They, they yeah. want to see people losing their jobs. And I believe that that's going to start now. Yeah. Um, companies are going to start laying off. Um, there's a number of articles that came out this week talking about layoffs coming. Um, retail sales expectations is supposed to be low. Even Target CEOs on CNBC yesterday talking about how people are not buying. They're they're missing their marks. People are not buying groceries. Yeah, and they're um, they're revising their projections lower too. They're revising the project. Apple's huge revision on iPhone sales and what's happening there. Um, I think one of the most telling things in the economy right now is what's happening with auto loans and um, yeah. just 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 the auto industry. I mean, that is uh, absolutely stalling out. We talk about housing. I think that's a problem. Housing is holding its own, but auto loans are going the wrong way for sure. Yeah. Well, I think that just is maybe we're all feeling it right now with higher rates. We're, I think we're all kind of thinking like, look, if we don't have to buy something right now, yeah. Don't, right? Mm -hmm. If you if you have a house and you've got a great rate, you don't really want to go refinance it. You don't really want to unless you absolutely had to, you're relocating or or if you don't own a home, you need somewhere to stay. Unless you absolutely have to uh redoing that mortgage or getting a new mortgage today really isn't isn't something you want to do. I think the same thing people are doing with their cars, right? Like if 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 someone's got a car, they have a payment they're comfortable with, it's not broken, uh, it, maybe hold off till next year. Yeah, hold yeah. hold off, wait and see. Especially with the limited inventory that that dealerships have had, right? If they're going to overcharge you for the car, plus you're going to get crushed on the rate, and they're going to crush you on your trading. Like, why would you do that? Yeah, and that. What's kinda, crazy is speaking of cars, though. That's total tangent, but we talked about this. Like the new, um, the new deal they just struck 
with the auto oh, union workers, it's like insane. Like, yeah. <laughs> auto like, union look, workers are going to start getting paid like doctors. So, they, and the price of your, you know, Chevy truck is uh, say goodbye to fifty grand. It's going to be eighty for the base model. Yeah, I mean, it's just insane. I mean, I don't know. How they, they're gonna they've implemented. So these are all the like factory workers, right? Like, right. They're yeah. they're on the front lines building it, and they've gone to a uh, remote remote work model. How do you do that? <laughs> They're not coming into work and they're going to get paid. Just do it on the joystick at home on your yeah. couch. All right, no, so we'll keep, we'll keep this thing housing related. Back to housing. But I think the point of that is, right, like, um, I think if someone was going to add a major expense right now to their life, it's going to be because they need to. They have to. Well, right? the, yeah. There's a life change. Something's going on that's causing that. So what's what's been happening is, so this is now households in America are doing this. Savings rates are at all-time lows. Credit card balances at our all-time highs. Now I think this is going to start trickling into businesses, right? Mm-hmm. Businesses have been sitting on fat stacks of cash because they got all the PPP loans and free money over the you know the last couple of years. Well, that free money's run out. Yeah, and so now you got to think of it from business to business services. Are they going to be like, well, should we upgrade to this new fancy schmancy CRM backend technology? It's going to cost us two million dollars. Eh, let's not do that this year, yeah. right? And they're going to start making these decisions. And so this lag effect, which Fed Powell is talking about, he says he's starting to see signs of it. But the lag effect is, who knows? It's going to be you know different for every industry. But this lag effect is a taste takes its course and plays into twenty twenty four. I think this is where we start to see a significant number of layoffs and that unemployment number rise. Yeah. And I mean, he kind of, and Mr. Powell can't come out and say it exactly, right? Yeah, but essentially, we have to drive unemployment up in order for us to accomplish our, our reduction in inflation. But he's saying it. He basically is saying that, you know, yeah, we, we, you know, we think there's a decent chance that in order to accomplish our 2% goal, it's going to require, uh, you know, the job market to soften a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. He's, he's taking all the edges off yeah. of that phrase, but essentially he's saying, we need layoffs, we need unemployment to go up. That's the only way we can take, you know, consumer spending out of the equation. And I think that that's coming. We're, we're seeing that start. I think we've, we've heard just in the last couple of days, a couple instances of people we know that have been laid off, man. It, it's hard. Um, that's the crappy thing is, you know, we're a you know mortgage real estate based podcast, and um, they're like, we're, we're cheering. Like, we want to see the economy kind of finally figured out and slow down. But the crappy thing is, is it affects real people. Yeah. Like, it's it's friends, it's family members, it's people that are going to get laid off because of what's coming. And and this is just outside of any other, you know, major conflict in this world. I mean, there could be a lot of other factors yeah. that could happen that could really cause the layoffs and, and the businesses to stall out. Like, it could snowball rapidly. But... We applaud the Fed for finally getting to this point where without them coming out and saying it, if you read between the lines or listen to his, his press conference, he basically said that we've reached a level that we feel comfortable that over a period of time, we will accomplish our designs and see that rates coming back to 2%. Now, the Fed's not going to cut rates anytime soon. I bet they don't initiate a cut for at least six months, if not nine months. Yeah. Well, I think it'll be when they see pain in the economy, yeah. right? So it's like they're going to need to see a need to re-stimulate the economy, right? Mm-hmm. They're basically trying to take a, a guy who's on methamphetamine 
and they're trying to jack him full of Valium or something and knock him out and slow his heart down and all Dang. this stuff. And then once he's basically dead, they're going <laughs> to pump him full of something else to start him up again. Like, that that's what's going to happen. Cables. Right? <laughs> well, so they're going to kill the economy so that they can start it again. So but he said it's going to be a soft landing, it's bro. It's soft landing. It's soft. Man. It ain't soft, guys. I mean, it's going to be hard. The guy that died on the table and had to get shocked, I'm sure he doesn't remember it. It felt soft to him, I'm it, sure. Yeah, it real soft. <laughs> So for you mortgage-related folks, I want you to understand kind of when we say the Fed going to cut rates and all stuff, that doesn't mean mortgage rates aren't going to come down for six to nine months because they yeah. won't come down to the Fed cuts. We need to understand the correlation between the Fed funds rate, the 10-year treasury, and mortgage-backed securities. They're all different things, okay? But if you saw my Instagram, if you don't follow me, it's at jordan.t.hodges. Dot com. Dot com. Anyways, um, but basically what's happened over the years is you have investors who buy mortgage-backed securities and they, they're like a, they act like a bond, like a treasury, okay? And they loosely follow the 10-year treasury note. Historically speaking, typically the spread between a 30-year fixed rate mortgage and a 10-year note is, say, one and a half to 2%. Yeah. That's kind of what we've decided yeah. over the life. So right now we're 10-year treasury as of close of business today. Actually, it's probably like 4.65, yeah, something like yeah. that. Most recently it was touching almost 5%. So let's just use 5% for easy math. So if it was a 5%, historically that should put rates on the high end at 7. Well, going into this week, we were actually at 8, 8.5, depending on the lender you're talking to. Yep. So there's this extra fluff of spread. And so the way I look at it is an investor's Imagine you guys have all been to the beach, say in Southern California, and you've laid out your your towels and you're chilling on the beach, sunbathing. I like this analogy. And all of a sudden, you realize the tide is coming in. And these waves keep getting higher and higher up on the beach. And you're like, well, crap, I don't want to get all my stuff wet. And so you grab your blanket and you, your blanket, your towel, and you bring it up and you bring it up and you keep bringing it up so you're out of the reach of the waves. And some people get like way cautious and they'll go way up. Yep. It's the exact same thing that's happening with people who are investing in mortgage-backed securities. They don't know how high that big final wave is going to come. And so they just make sure they get nice and safe away from it. Yeah. But as soon as the tide turns, what happens? We all move back in. Everybody bring comes back down. Hey. Yeah. And so this this hyperinflated 3%, 3.5% cushion, so mm-hmm. to speak, between the 10-year treasury and the 30-year fixed mortgage rate. Now that they know kind of we've reached this peak and it's probably going to start coming back down, investors can soften that spread back down to, it probably is not going to come all the way down to 1.5% or 3%. No, yeah. But let's say the 10-year treasury finds itself dropping back down to 4%. Do I see rates coming all the way down to like, Six and a half, I do. So we want to be very watchful of that. Not saying that's going to happen, but if you see weak labor market, high unemployment, a couple other major news things happen, people keep missing earnings, you better believe it. Come spring buying season, I bet we're yeah. we're, we're seeing much lower rates. So I would say I, peak I rates so. are in. That's Jordan's take. That's what they say. Um, I think you're right. I think that there's that slack in there that's going to come out, right? And so, like you said, if we can get the if the ten year were to drop to four, and then we got back down to a normalish two, and even if it was two and a half, the the gap there, we're in the mid sixes. So, um, 
We've got some things to look for that are promising for the economy. I think that, or for real estate, right? But I think that still right now, although it is scary, this still could be a good time to get all your closing costs paid, to get you know, a discount on that home to, to get the house without having to bend over backwards or waive inspections or do anything crazy like people are used to having to do over the last couple of years. And I think at six and a half, we have a pretty solid real estate market. Mm-hmm. I think there's enough need, even with some pain that might be there with in the form of job loss or something like that. Like, I think we've got a pretty, uh, a pretty pent up a pretty big pent up demand for housing where you've had a lot of people sitting on the sideline for a long time and i think that's going to continue so as soon as we see some relief some reprieve in in interest rates um i expect transactions to pick up and if that coincides with springtime even more so yeah think about the mentality you would have let's say that you know you go out there and you decide to get back in the market and you're looking and You've watched over the last six months, rates come from 8% down to 6.75%. Well, the trend is that rates are going down. And yeah, maybe that payment, you're going like, oh man, it's 3,200 bucks. But you look at the trend the last six months and you know the economy's kind of struggling. So you're like, well, rates are just going to keep getting lower. And it's like at this pace, you run a little calculation. You're like, man, if we keep at this trend, 12 months, we're probably at five and a half and man, at five and a half, I save 600 bucks a month. You could see the mentality. And I just want you guys that are watching this to understand, like this is the mentality. And this is as like us educated mortgage brokers are going to be helping our clients understand, like, look, you're buying this house today at this price. In 12 months, you're probably going to be able to refinance at this lower rate based on the trend and what's happening. But you're going to see that all the data is going to show that home price appreciation is occurring. Mm-hmm. And that's where we think this like this fuel is going to come. And so like, when Gavin says like right now really could be one of these times, it is. It's just kind of like you buy when there's fear in the market. Yeah. Right. We have that right now for sure. Lots of fear. Lots of fear. And it could go it could go the other way, but I don't think so. No. I think Mr. Mr. Fairman or Mr. Chairman, <laughs> Mr. Fairman, he's not fair. He's kind of like an expert negotiator, right? And it's, if you know the term, I don't know, there's lots of books out there that call it a different thing maybe, but like you want to set an anchor, right? Like if I want to buy this house for $300,000 and I'm negotiating with someone, I'm not going to come out and offer them $300,000. I'm going to go in and I'm going to offend them with $200,000 because they're asking for three fifty dollars or I don't know what, right? I'm going to anchor them really low so that they think that's what I'm trying to pay. So yeah. when I come up to my number, which was 300 and they come down from their number, which was 400 and I pay three, I'm stoked. And they feel like, well, he was at two or he was at whatever. Right. And I got him up to three and, and he feels like he won. And I know I won. Right. That's what fed chairman's doing to us. You just explained my Facebook marketplace strategy. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he, he's I'm selling right. us. He's selling us on this. You know, we we got to go higher for longer. We got to yeah. say this. We, oh, he's got to say that. That's he's why they anchoring us all on yeah. this higher thing, and and the reality is probably not as bad. And the market's having to react to what he says and what he's signaling, and and they're doing their best. But at the same time, like they're about making money, so they're always going to build a hedge into what they're doing. Yeah. And you know, no one's going to beat the bank. So I just hope they don't 
they, they stop fudging these jobs numbers and the headlines. <laughs> it's just like so ridiculous. They just, oh, they, they uh, cheered and they, our economy is so awesome. It's 380,000 new jobs. I'm like, they were all part-time and government jobs. That's what we're going to do. We're like gonna, it was straight garbage. That's not, those aren't good quality Here's jobs. where we can post uh, some charts and stuff in the podcast. We're going to put a chart up here. This is up above me, right? We're going to put a chart up there of the job revisions that have happened. Like after the initial report, we'll put something up about the revisions. And we're going to put something up about how many government jobs are included in all those numbers. Just to maybe give a little perspective to real job figures. So um, all in all, though, lots of fear out there in the marketplace. I think that we've got a reason to feel good. If, If this is the top, the peak, the stall, not the pivot, but you know, where things are going to settle for a minute. If we can get the fear out of the market to where these investors don't feel like they have to to hedge so hard, maybe, mm-hmm. uh, I definitely think we could see some some of the slack come out of the, the gap there in between the 10-year and 30-year fixed rates and, and see these rates start coming down. I agree. So, Let's hope. Fingers crossed, guys. Everybody Thanks keep, for watching. Keep on your jobs. Yep. Do good work. Share this with your friends. Subscribe, like, comment. Um, send us a gift basket. I don't know. (laughs) Thanks, guys.